you see titties all the time yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but You're like right. a dick like a full dick <laughs> that was a full ass <laughs> dick hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to another episode of the film fumblers podcast today we are going to be talking about the movie forgetting sarah marshall released in 2008 and directed by nicholas stoller so without further ado, I'm Adrian. I'm Jay. I'm Taryn. What up, it's James. And we are going to be jumping right into these shots. Oh, Where's everybody oh at? we are? Yes, Tito's. we are. All right, what are we drinking? Tito's. You guys are always drinking vodka, drink. New Amsterdam for James. Yeah, New Amsterdam. I'm drinking some beef eater gin. Oh, gin. Shooting gin. Shoot gin, dude. Dang, math man. We're ready? Good for you. Yeah. Cheers. All right. Nice. One, two, three. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. I feel like it's burning. Ooh. I feel like I have the same shot face every time. I, I, I actually don't look <laughs> at my face. You know what I hear is 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 everybody's oh. <laughs> everybody's Ooh. You know what? It's funny. When I go back and listen to the episodes, just the audio version. I actually enjoy like listening to us take the shot more than I like watching us. It's just oh funny my to God. Like, hear it. And just everyone's like, ooh, ah. That's how terrible we are. He'd rather listen to us suffer. Well, <laughs> yeah, we have a face perfect for radio. Oh man. What's everyone drinking right now? This is a this is a very chill, low-key, fun movie. Yeah. Just open it up with this, what we're this, drinking. This isn't gonna be too crazy. Happy Happy Camper, White Claw, White. typical. Happy Camper. Lenny, you got the bottom of the barrel on that one? Oh. What are you talking about? I don't know. All right. Well, anyway. Happy uh, Camper, Jim. local. Local legend. Local beer. Santa Fe Brewery. Yeah. Santa Fe Brewery. Great this beer. is my very first makeshift old-fashioned. And we were all very proud of it. I finally filled the, the, the cart there. You can see it when I poured at it. Got Dude, some I things. need to get a bar cart. That's nice so nice. Yeah, Jacqueline bought that one for me. I might put a little ice machine under there. I found one on Amazon. 130 bucks. It's like a Keurig. You just oh. fill the fill the reservoir and shoots out ice. You think Jacqueline yeah. will buy me a bar cart? I mean, you might have to put a ring on it first. So <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My buddies, wow. I think they're getting kind of serious. Maybe. But anyway. Um, so, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Has anyone seen this before? I... I this movie, the first time I watched it, surprisingly enough, or funnily enough, was with an ex-girlfriend. I was like playing video games or something. I was like doing my own thing and she had it on in the background. And like, I kept kind of going back and forth. So this was my first time like sitting through it from start to finish. Hmm. I've what definitely seen this movie like at least three times before. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I've seen it so much. And recently it was when we had the baby and we were just like spamming YouTube TV in the living room. It would just always be on there. So I watched it at least once. Yeah. A few times, but not since high school when like around when it came out. So it's been a while. Yeah. So it's been a while. Um, I think I saw it. My brother says he's seen it once a while back. I think I saw it with him and then maybe like other times just randomly. Hmm. But yeah, so this came out 2008, right when we were entering high school, really. Yeah, I was gonna say, you've um, probably seen it more, James, because 
I've seen it so many times because two of our ex-girlfriends were best friends and they fucking loved this movie. Oh, <laughs> wow. You were bringing up real deep-seated, oh, like, things I'm trying to forget. Oh, yeah, they really loved, uh, what's his name? Jason Siegel. They really did. So yeah, they, the they, had, they had the kind of weird hots for his fucking large penis being shown like <laughs> five seconds into the movie, right? I mean, if we're going to talk what about it now, mean? we might as well talk about it now. Well, uh, <laughs> well, they saw it in the trailer, bro. Jesus Christ. They no. didn't have his actual no, penis. Not. It was no. butt cheeks, yeah. whatever. We want to let it be known that we are not even 10 minutes in and three of us have already mentioned ex-girlfriends. Oh, or ta- I mentioned my... <laughs> Taryn mentioned... You and or Terrence and <laughs> um, we're we're treading into some uncharted yeah. territories right now. <laughs> a decade ago, dude. oh, make it even worse. Poggy, oh, nice, oh, good. As far oh, as away we can get, the yeah. better. <laughs> um, all right, so let's jump in right into the opening scene. We have uh, Jason Siegel's character, Peter Bretter, who is. Kind of a slob, just you know, a typical guy in his thirties who doesn't doesn't have a lot going for him. He kind of goes through his morning routine where he just isn't really doing a lot. He's eating a giant fucking bowl of cereal <laughs> and watching uh, just pop TV, like pop culture TV, whatever. Access Hollywood. Yeah, the and then bowl I, of cereal is awesome. It the, is awesome. Access- How weird is it that you're just like his girlfriend is just like. One of the stars that he's watching, Kristen Bell, this beautiful, amazing woman. And he's like, this fucking loser? Really? But he gets what's coming to him pretty soon. <laughs> so we yeah. think. He wrote the movie. He did. And let's talk about that. Weren't we talking the other day about comedians who write movies? Yeah, dude. And then yes. their love interests are two hot fucking characters. <laughs> yeah. So do so so do we automatically take a point off of this movie because Jason Siegel wrote the movie? He wrote it. He was probably very involved in the casting, and then he picks Christian Bell and Mila Kunis two dimes, and it's just like, is it is it one point right off the top of the score? Are we gonna are we gonna are we, are we, are we, are we, are we uh, addressing that now? That that's actually fair. But okay. To be fair, he he. Do you guys want to keep talking about the big old fucking cock or what? No. It's just like, all right. If we're going there, do you think that was real? Do you think that was really his? Was that no? Yeah, it was a hundred percent his. I I did I I did some I did some eggplant research and um. Eggplant research. You heard it here. Yeah. So he um actually self-fluffed himself before those scenes interesting wow. yeah um he didn't want to wrote the movie he fluffed himself yeah and what for those who do don't know what fluffing is that's the kind of a term where you get your junk ready for an adult video <laughs> but <laughs> but this isn't an adult video <laughs> um, and, and and he was very so uh very well aware of not getting like a full erection like it was the half chub <laughs> he half went for the half chub, chub. yeah so this <laughs> that, that's actually say, his dick i was gonna say he's obviously a, a shower not a grower right because there's the 
the term. He's like, like he was halfway he, there. Well, I mean, he's but like fucking he six there, foot something. Like, looked pretty. He's six four. Yeah, looked pretty looks big short. to me. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, this. I was like, shit. This dude yeah, just six, two six three. <laughs> this dude's like, like writing this whole story just to show off his dick on like the big screen, you know? And I love two first two three minutes. I love how immediately James plunges into the dick. It's like. We talking about this? Let's talk about this. So does the movie. So does the movie. It's like literally in the beginning. (laughs) It's not just me. If we're talking about this, let's talk about this. (laughs) Apparently, apparently, this happened to him in real life. What? Oh, right. He was broken up with while naked. Right. uh, In real life, he stopped halfway through to put on clothes. While being broken just up like, with, though. Wants yeah. to see yeah. what happens if I didn't go. I was the one who was just like, no, let keep him naked throughout the whole breakup, right? Wasn't yeah. it? I don't know. I, in the like, interview that I read with him, he was like, yeah, you'll never pick a, a harder outfit than a, a second half breakup outfit. <laughs> I was like, damn. And you know what? Like, what's crazy about like that scene is that it was very unorthodox for like movies in general like you don't see full full frontal nude for from a male like i think that was like yeah. one of the first ones that and or really um, a female i mean well i mean you see you see titties downstairs. all the time yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but yeah, like right. a dick like a full dick <laughs> that was a full ass <laughs> dick um half engorged dick <laughs> yeah that's a good point james like but, this movie did have a lot of things that were unique yeah for like it's genre and you know it's time and stuff and and like we're we're thinking about like this is was this a traditional rom-com movie like it was very different in the sense of like male lead right male lead gonna... that kind of went into the stereotypical the guy that's sobbing for like fucking four months or whatever you know it's kind of kind of interesting that. yeah go I was ahead touch on that about um i think there are two types of rom-coms i think there are rom-coms that are marketed t- to be more appealing to men and rom-coms that are marketed to be more appealing to women and this is definitely one that's more appealing to men I would oh say. yeah for sure that, that i think for yeah it. it's almost hidden as just a yeah. comedy like it's it's very right. subtle rom-com and that was on purpose because this is the time where they were just throwing Judd Apatow's name on everything right. because of the success of the movies that he had done, like 40-Year-Old Virgin and uh, right. Superbad and Knocked Up, all that shit, where it's that like male lead, funny comedy, a little bit raunchy type of deal. I remember going to see Superbad in the theaters, and it was packed, right? Like We had to sit on the stairs because I don't know if we had real tickets to the showroom we went to. Did you, it was did real you hairy. steal the... Wow. It was, Talk about but, that later. We, uh, yeah, we watched on the stairs for the most part, and it was like real different. Like, I had never seen a movie like that in a theater, you know? Like, things were just getting really lax, I feel like, in society. People stopped caring as much about some of these, like, more like how cuss words have bled into the mainstream, that kind of thing. Right. There, there's like it's that whole that those like whole ten years, right? Like all, yeah, like all those kind yeah. of movies, and that's why I was like very interested in kind of getting into this movie. Does do because I think when I saw these movies when they came out, I didn't really care for the comedy of it. Really, like I didn't really mm-hmm. like. I don't really know if I think Superbad is all that great. I really want to like revisit it, 
but like where do these movies hold up now like this is 10 years right. later they were kind okay. of iffy then where are they now like it's kind of interesting to see like where are we at on a comedic level i really thought the humor was good in this yeah. i don't know yeah. I, something about it just hit me yeah yeah i mean well and, and i want to talk about the writing for a minute um so they the director said that or maybe it was apatow who said that it was about 70 to 60 percent like actual script and 30 to 40 percent improv like yeah, that they right. just kind of completely went off which is really interesting i mean because it is a funny movie like there's a lot yeah. of laugh out loud moments in this yeah so piggybacking on that i also heard that apatow told uh siegel hey write write a serious story like and so siegel wrote a story about him getting in a breakup and he was like we're just gonna fucking throw jokes in it like all yeah. around it like hmm. which is like a really you, interesting approach to like almost yeah. creating the story you feel that you feel like sometimes there's there's points where you're just like well this is just a joke you know what i mean like there's certain writing in it where it doesn't feel like people don't people don't say that like people don't talk like this this doesn't happen in a natural conversation these are jokes that you're writing and so like maybe that's takes away a little bit Taren, i don't how know, do you feel dude, about I feel like <laughs> i feel like this, there was some stuff in there where it's like deep in the shit you know, like they're mid breakup and he's still throwing out like little one liners just kind of under his breath and stuff. I felt that. I thought that was real because that's, I think that shit's funny. And mm -hmm. I think yeah. there is people who do that. You know, they yeah. take it to that level where like to cope with everything, you just throw shit out there. Most of the comedy hit for me, but there was some where it was just like maybe it was too much. Like maybe it was. The moment like you were saying like it was in the middle of a serious moment or something and it would just totally undermine any feelings that they're supposed to be having by just like oh it's funny yeah you know I mean? yeah but like is, is, is that what the movie is trying to do i, I feel like the main focus oh, yeah. of this movie is yeah pushing towards like yeah and, and to laugh. kind of elaborate on that yeah. like i watched this interview where it was bj novak who's was one of the main writers for the office and um steve carell and B.J. Novick was pitching these, just this like script to Steve Carell. And he was just, he read it and he was like, well, these are just jokes. And B.J. Novick was like, well, yeah, it's a comedy. Like, this is what The Office is. It's a comedy. But he's like, a cute kid is cute because he doesn't know that he's cute. And that's kind of what comedy is a lot of times too, is that it doesn't, the characters, and that's what was so funny about The Office, is the characters don't know that they're funny kind of thing. Hmm. So to just write them in, there's for sure time and place for it, but... I don't know. I mean, and, and again, a lot of the comedy did land for me. I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy the comedy, but sometimes it was a little contrived. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You could tell some of the parts were uh, improvised, and I thought that sh I always think that shit's so funny. Like, people stuttering, mm -hmm. and like, you can just tell that they're just making shit up as they're talking, and which makes it all better. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, touching on the cast, there's a lot of, like, SNL alumni here. A lot of right. people that are just in that sphere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. I, I, I did yeah. not remember that, like, at all. Me neither. Yeah, I didn't either. I don't watch a lot of... Uh... There's also... So so we might also be 
there's two there's the unrated version regular version oh shoot really that's what oh, again? Of, I, yeah i forgot to mention so it we all saw the penis so i would imagine that's the unrated <laughs> yeah probably i okay, yeah, I would hope so yeah yeah okay i was wondering if i was watching like a director's cut or something because that whole scene with kristen wig and the yoga mm -hmm. felt yeah. like they just kind of pasted it in between like where the thought it could fit or whatever yeah Is yeah. That, you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. it was it was, it was strange well, just... the, so that's interesting because it, there's something out there that like his uh jason siegel's mom didn't know that his dick was in the movie <laughs> and she saw it in the theater and they said that she like left crying oh wow and then she came back later so if that was in a theater Wow, did that make it to, like the big screen? Do they show unrated movies in the theater? I, I, don't, uh, know. I don't know. I don't know. We should know this. We're film critics. Well, at this point, I right? mean, <laughs> do you remember like when we when we went to the theaters when we were younger? They would fucking ID you, like yeah, when we sure. were like seventeen, eighteen years old. Like, they would always like try to ID you. I remember that you couldn't buy more than one rated R ticket if you were 18 or something. Yeah, right? you had to be over 21, I think, to buy more than one. Yeah, I guess that's what it insane. was. Which was so weird. And weirdly enough, I think the dollar movie was the most strict about that. Really? Um, Dude, there was people smoking in our dollar theater. <laughs> like, one <laughs> well, time, straight smoking <laughs> cigarettes. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. Shit, that's um. Yeah, let's flash forward a little bit. Um, so the breakup scene happens. Uh, Jason Siegel's naked for all of it. And then he goes into this spiraling quest for one night stands. He This is actually when we meet... Um, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. And I remember I was taking notes on this and I just... When they're sitting on the couch in the club, I was just like, fuck yeah, Bill Hader. You know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. right away. Yeah. I just, he's so much fun. Even Such the first character. line that he has, where it's just, it goes to him in this club, and he's just like, why are we even here? Yeah, yeah exactly. He's like, That's me good. and who does they say, me and Lisa, don't, we, don't, we don't come to these places. Yeah, we don't go to places like this. I'm going to get herpes right. just from sitting on this chair right here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny, and, it, and, and it's like, I don't know, maybe this is, I don't know, it's a rom-com. I shouldn't take the writing so seriously, but just how obnoxious Jason Siegel's character is being peter is being at the club and he's just like yeah i'm like a musician i write for this popular show and they're just like these girls are just swooned over him and he's being so awkward so uncomfortable <laughs> but they're still just like down to fuck and it's just like this is so stupid just they want to come back to my gone. place oh you're yeah. so funny, <laughs> so funny. yeah Sorry for being weird. It's like, well, you're kind of being weird the whole time. So, yeah, oh, exactly. yeah. When he, when he finally like fucks her and then, yeah, it's like, crying. Go back to the house and crying. Are you crying? I'm sorry for being weird. She's like, no, you've been weird the whole night. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he had, and then it kind of has like this 80s montage of one night stands where he's banging like five different girls. And there's like the, you know what's hilarious? So I looked up the cast. Hi. Um, the high girl. Do you know what they call her? Her name is Carla Gallo, and her name, her character name in the show is Gag Me Girl, which is fucking wow. Gag Me Girl. They actually she's put the girl that says hi over and over, and then she's like 
you can gag me. Oh. <laughs> and can just, yeah. Um, and then there's like that other girl who is so monotone. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's like the one night stand thing. And then he's still like, you know, just crippled by depression and, yeah. and just mm -hmm. missing, you know, an empty. And then I think eventually yeah. that's when Bill Hader like comes and suggests, "Hey, you should just go on a vacation." Right. And then and then this is this is that other thing is like these fucking directors and these writers, they write these fucking stories to bang and kiss the hottest chicks. <laughs> and then they go and hang out in Hawaii, like, "Come on, dude." Uh, like they fucking like just okay. pick like the coolest fucking thing and they're just like, "Let's yeah. shoot it at all these fucking movie fit uh like but you see where it was where it was filmed was it actually filmed in hawaii yeah, what hawaii. if it wasn't i don't fucking okay. care i saw some water and some crazy shit i was True. like was i want to be there where he's talking <laughs> to the, the the big guy i don't know the hawaiian guy yeah where they're having the, the beer screen was so bad really very obvious I'm the sure. big very the obvious. big baby the big baby I hawaiian i didn't i didn't i didn't notice it yeah, yeah i'm sure they're like what's 30 mil we're going to fucking maui like we're going to Hawaii. Where you guys want to go? Yeah, yeah, and they're staying in the um, fucking Kapua Lounge or whatever the fuck. Right. Like, they're straight chilling. Like, that's just genius. Like, if if hey, if we're genius. ever gonna start, if we're ever gonna start writing movies, we gotta make sure we're going like wherever oh, wherever you guys want to go spots. vacation. Like, we're, we're hitting it. But write it into the script. <laughs> but I will say, did this? Go ahead, Jack. Go ahead. I'm glad you said it that it was genius because it kind of felt like you were. Trying to knock points or hating on it a little no, bit. Absolutely like, not. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is a good, this, you know, this is where we need to be. If, if you're yeah. smart, you got to do it. <laughs> or sure. You don't want to be stuck in like the fucking Ukraine or some fucking crazy shit. Like, oh, God, yeah. like in a war zone. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like Tripiet, fucking Ukraine. Yeah. Um, but, but did this movie not want or not make everyone want to visit Hawaii? Has anyone visited Hawaii here? I've never been. Haven't no one, no. and I was just like, I might get married in Hawaii, like <laughs> so, which which is like one of the great quotes of the movie. It's just like, oh, wedding in Hawaii, real original. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but I'm just yeah. like, yeah, that sounds cool. I want to get yeah. married in Hawaii. Never been. I would love to. Yeah, me too. Um, dude, you know what? Speaking of Hawaii, I wanted to like make a pina colada. To like have to drink for this oh, episode, we yeah, should have. Been so perfect, but that would have been that would have been perfect. It would have been so good. I have like bendy straws and shit. Ugh, yeah, umbrellas. We'll revisit this episode in uh, ten years, and we'll just put a real size umbrella in it. We'll do it in Hawaii. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Just just like me drinking right now. Just imagine that I'm drinking a pina colada, and then be hand drawn. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's a scene right before the Hawaii thing where uh, he's working, right? We see him work in this, like, nice studio, which is like, oh, he's a slob and he, like, doesn't have a lot going for him, except he's, like, writing and making music for, like, a TV show yeah, that's I don't think well it's doesn't have things going for him. He's just complacent. Yeah, but they do kind of frame it in that way, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, oh, it's the they bottom do. of the barrel. But, yeah, but it's cool. It's like a cool job. But, yeah, definitely his... X is like the main star of the show, right? And staring yeah, at her the whole time. Yeah, exactly. It loses his mind. He plays like the Seinfeld theme on the first <laughs> yeah. show or something. 
Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, what's funny is like it, it's obviously mocking. Um, what's the fucking show? Crimes Investigation CSI. Oh yeah, CSI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's obviously mocking that. Has anyone watched that show? It's so fucking bad. I'm Dude, so honestly, like, oh, yeah. I kind of like. I, I kind you're of like an, like just like the cheesiness <laughs> of it. Like like I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. Just like, like the lines that they use in yeah. that show. It's just like, can it's like, someone God, say "dixical"? And that's like the real shit. And then it, I, it's always like, yeah. And then like yeah. you get into the who are you do do and it's just like it, you know it's just like it's it's just fucking good poor people yeah. not not to shit on Either poor they. people but like this is literally what people who didn't have cable watched we watched CSI like I'd never yeah. had cable growing up and I remember watching like CSI like because that's all we could fucking watch on ABC or whatever fuck CBS yeah. that it was on you know. Dude, but I like love that's it was name. like so cheesy and funny. Yeah, either the they, name of the parody show, it's like crime scene, scene of the crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like it's a touch of a cheesy fucking. Which one's better? The one? At, did you guys stay after yes. the credits? Yes. Oh, uh, I might have, but I don't. Oh, remember. I forgot what it was. Kristen that Bell. She gets a. Fuck, what is it called? Go ahead, go ahead. I don't go know ahead. exactly the name. It's something like it's Animal... It's it's another crime oh, show, and it's like Animal, in, animal Instincts. Yeah, animal and she, instincts. she can, like, speak to dogs and stuff to, like, oh, solve crimes. <laughs> and then the That's dog's like, eyes turn blue, and it, like, tells her, like, that that guy killed someone or some shit. Do you guys know it's who her partner is in that? Yeah, Michael Bateman. Yeah, Michael Jason Bateman. Bateman. Jason, Jason, Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah, I was just like, why is he in the cast list? What the fuck? And then after the credits, he's just there as the fucking detective. But yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, it's like her new yeah. show that she got picked up on. Right. And it's just like, it's trying to make you hate the character of Kristen Bell or um, Kristen Bell's character, which yeah. we'll get into later. But yeah, I mean, just the, the lines that they have and it just like, either they cut his carotid artery or it was his time of the month. And it's just like, <laughs> God damn it. That's how the fucking show is. It is. It is. It that's is. That guy's or that guy's job. Yeah. He's just there to say that shit. Yeah. Right. He's just there to be to, to make terrible puns on a crime scene. It's it's good, and I I just I just I just want to roll with it. I just like it. All right, well, I'll just judge yeah. you. That and your Manhattan. <laughs> Those are two ticks, oh. uh, two strikes. Old fashioned. Or old fashioned. Sorry. Um, yeah. So yeah. So he ends up in Hawaii. Uh, Man, I feel like we're not very far into this movie. I know. We, we can, we can, we can, we could jump because, like, we're That's okay. Yeah, he runs into them right there. He ends up in Hawaii. He meets Mila Kunis. Uh, he's, he's like, I wish I wasn't wearing this fucking shirt. <laughs> run into Kristen Bell and um, Russell Brand as a couple, and Mila Kunis gives him the mount. What was it called? The fucking sweet. The Kapua sweet. Kapua sweet. Yeah, and then. He, what I love, like, this is my probably my favorite um, Bill Hader scene was when he's not even on screen. You just hear his voice in the phone. Oh, where fucking <laughs> Jason Siegel's like following Kristen Bell and Russell. He's Brand. like, they're there. They're there. Like, he just like, turns around. Me, me, right now, please fucking go. And like, you just hear his voice. Oh, it's, it's such a hilarious you scene. Idiot. Get out of there. Yeah. Oh, my God. God. 
Yeah. So what are so, you doing here? I came to kill you. <laughs> what do you say? I came to murder you. I'm here to murder you, which is like God. the best thing that you could say. Yeah. When you run into your ex in another country or another state. So oh. we were introduced to Mila Kunis, who's the customer service person, right? From works front desk right. at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And then Kristen Bell is dating Aldis Snow, Russell the Brand, lead yeah. singer of a band. Dude, that, what is that song? Inside of You, or whatever? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's a good song. Gotta, inside of you. <laughs> inside of you. Yes. Yes. But we were introduced to Aldis Snow a little earlier when. Actually, the first oh, scene on yeah. TV, when he's talking, he has a fucking sign. And what is it fucking? It says. That, um, that first scene, the whole Access Hollywood thing. When you're blind. He has like these fucking little slides. Yeah. So the whole Access Hollywood thing is like the perfect way to mention all the characters involved oh, yeah. in the show. Yeah. Like it, it was. But I, I feel like we've went over that, but like it's just like. So yeah. so smart, so smart to do. So yeah. fast too. Yeah. Did you guys watch Get Him to the Greek? The like sequel. I I, I, I did. But... Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I have seen it, but I didn't. And that's like one of the fun facts that I wanted to bring in is that it, it is a sequel. I didn't know that. Is that mm-hmm. common knowledge? Yeah. Yeah. It's a spinoff. Yeah. August Snow, Jonah Hill is like. Main but the only thing is that Jonah Hill. In Get Him to the Greek is not playing the same character he is in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's right. a totally different true. character, which yeah, I feel like is kind of kind of weird. But like, I don't know. I haven't seen Get Him to the Greek in a while, but I actually yeah, remember enjoying that movie, and I haven't seen yeah. it in a while. Dude, but Kristen too. Bell is in that movie. Really? She appears oh, in yeah. like something of a cameo where she's on an interview, and she her new part is in a drama about a hospital called blind medicine where she she plays a visually <laughs> impaired surgeon oh, geez. That's, good. that's good that's good yeah, so that's comedy um is is it rose byrne who's the who's like dating lars ulrich or whatever because he's in that movie the drummer oh, the metallica the like, what? yeah he plays a uh i think they like actually name him as Lars like maybe something else. Oof, I don't but he definitely plays like it's kind of a similar thing. Like Aldous Snow calls an ex. I think it's Rose Byrne. I'm pretty sure. Mm, okay. And she's like moved on and is dating Lars Ulrich, and it's really weird. Oh, but... Okay. Yes. Yes. Really yeah. Yeah. Is it Rose Byrne? Yeah, it's her. Yeah, it's her. That's what I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So then you we we kind of get into Peter's character just running into his ex-girlfriend and her new boyfriend over and over again. And we were introduced to Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill's character. Fuck man. I think Jonah Hill for me was probably the best part of this movie. Really? He did amazing. (laughs) Over Paul Rudd? Oh, 100% over Paul Rudd. Okay. 100% (laughs) over Paul Rudd. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. Um, his first scene when he's seating Jason Siegel at the restaurant or whatever. Is that his I first think scene? So, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he says, yes, dude, it's so fucking funny. He's just like, oh, like, are you waiting for your date? And he's like, no, just, just me. He's like, oh, are you, are you serious? That's fucking sad. Dude. Like, Do you want like a magazine? And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I'd just so be really funny. depressed if I was you. Yeah. I don't I know. Never, 
fucking eaten at a restaurant alone. Have any of you guys? Yes. At a sit-down uh, restaurant. Yes. I Never have, done it. I have, yes. I've done it yeah. a few times, yes. Okay, but 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 to be fair, there is actually a quote from this movie that I say very often. Like like wow. like almost every fucking day. Not every day. That's that would I hope I wouldn't say every day. <laughs> but Wait, it is Okay, I'll just go fuck myself. I guess I guess I'll just go fuck myself. And I say yeah. that all yeah. the fucking time. Me and Isaiah, you one. guys you guys know good Isaiah. One. Like we would always say that, "Oh, I guess I'll just go fuck myself." Like if somebody's like not really paying attention to you or like just anything, like we would say that yeah. shit all the fucking time. And that Sorry. is attributed to uh his character, but like That's I still feel if we're talking about like side characters, Paul Rudd is just so like I don't, I don't know. They're both really stupid and kind of like irritating. I think when I when I first watched this movie when I was younger, like that was the kind of comedy that I was just like, this shit sucks. It's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. shit is not funny. Now that I'm don't have a stick up my ass and I'm like <laughs> like I'm chilling and like life's good, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's right. different. I don't know what's different, but both those characters are actually like pretty funny. Hilarious, pretty funny dude. to watch. But back then, like I was just like, nope. I don't fucking care about them. But I Paul Rudd f- being as fucking aloof. Everyone's so aloof in this movie. It's weird. Like like even Russell Brand, like he's annoyingly awesome. Okay, Everyone's annoyingly my, awesome. I don't know. It's here's so my, weird. Here's my theory about Russell Brand in this movie. <laughs> Has anyone listened to Russell Brand's podcast or like heard any clips of it or even seen I've him heard. on um, their podcasts? Clips. I've uh, clips okay. of like maybe his interviews and stuff. I'm convinced that Russell Brand wasn't cast into this movie. He showed up on set and is playing <laughs> himself. Yeah. Like it's it, the 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 tangents that he goes into, the way he talks. I think that the the 30 to 40% improv is Russell Brand. Yeah. I, I swear like he, he that's exactly who he is. And again, this is 2008. He was going through quite the drug and sex kind of frenzy at that time so it's just like huh. he just wandered on set and they were just like we're gonna roll with this so it goes yeah. back to our previous conversation when we do these comedy movies those comedians playing themselves mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. type yeah. cast it when you're not entirely wrong the role of Aldous Snow was written for a different dude who ended up in a different movie I would have been terrible without him yeah. a different Aldous rehab or... center <laughs> <laughs> That's like Russell Brand literally <laughs> did walk on set, had not read a page of the script. Really? That's the story? Like, what is this movie about? I'm doing it. I'm oh, doing my like, God. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, literally, uh, Jason Siegel rewrote the character to fit him more. Wow. And that was just what they did. Dude, what the fuck? That's, yeah. You sound I like you're from joking, London. Exactly what happened. <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah, no, because he's not acting. Like, he's fucking not. Like, he's... At yeah. that time, he was fucking literally anything that walked, and oh man, which is interesting. Just like his 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 um, charisma with other people, like just the chemistry that he has with the other actors is just like he's so comfortable with mm-hmm. everybody. Like even even him and and Jonah Hill, like when he's totally shitting on him, something fills 
really real about it. I think and we, genuine, like yeah. like that's what's like weird about his character is that like he's just too fucking real. When when him and Jason Siegel are having that heart to heart out in the sea. And even Jason Siegel's just like, God damn it, you're so fucking cool. Yes, yeah. <laughs> what does he say? He's like, he's like, it's like a dark version of uh, who was uh, it? Neil, Neil Diamond. Diamond. It's a goth version of Neil Diamond. He was just like, like, God, God damn it, that's exactly what I'm going for. Why are you so cool? And you know what's weird? Like, 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 there's not another like character in the movie that has that in it. I guess maybe Jason yeah. Siegel, but like, he has it. Like. Every every person that he's acting against and with, like, just doesn't have that thing. It's fucking yeah. weird. As much as I don't really care for him, like, he just has yeah. it. Yeah. When yeah. you're watching the relationship between um, Russell Brand and Jonah Hill's character, like, you, f- it's so real. That's the realest part of this movie where you're just like, it's Russell Brand as Russell Brand, like, not trying to be an asshole, but it's just like. This guy's giving me his fucking demo. I don't care, but like, I'm not gonna be a dick. And he's just like, it just every time they're on on screen together, if that's like the realest I think this movie gets is like that relationship between fan and and famous person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like, we also get to see from that same, you know, the same demo thing. He gives him the demo, and he basically tells him, "Yeah, didn't listen to that because I'm not fucking going to." Yeah. <laughs> but he does take the time to listen to Jason Siegel's stuff, you know. Oh yeah. And they do oh, have yeah. like a more real relationship. Inadvertently, like, but yes. Yeah. Yeah, and they have like you know this. It's definitely like even though they should be like clashing and like fighting, they're yeah. kind of not. Like they're kind of cool, even when Russell Brand's leaving. Mm-hmm. Even even after the big drop of like, I've been fucking her for a year. By the way, oh yeah, like they still have a little bit of respect, big respect for each other. Even like when they they're like going, even when like Russell Brand's like ready packed his bag and and he's going away. You know, right? Yeah. Well, this is this kind of goes into just the fact that he has has realized that his relationship with. Sarah Marshall was terrible. And like, it's funny because, and I think we need to, we need to get into it and just talk about breakups a little bit where you, at certain points in the relationship, especially after it's ended, you, depending on what side you're on, you like embellish things and you're like, oh, we were so great together. All of this was so perfect. But that's what I liked about this movie was you see Peter start to realize like this wasn't a good relationship this actually was terrible and she wasn't right for me and it does a good job i think at like exploring that feeling that you go through with breakups with first over embellishing and then kind of realizing we weren't right to right for each other so mm-hmm. yeah yeah no like one that wants to push like, on breakups i like that as like his <laughs> lesson is like or like just moving on, I guess. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think the movie was as much for him as it was for anybody else that was doing that. Since it was yeah, based that... around this reality of like. It adds a lot that it was like based on some kind of personal thing that he wrote, you know? Yeah. Right. And like, I don't know. You want to get deeper? Like, like his whole vampire opera thing was mm-hmm. is is a legit dream that he had to do to do like real life yeah 
He he oh, wait, what? Like one of his big dreams was to work with the Muppets and do a Dracula musical. And he actually achieved that yeah. dream. And and so he wow. worked on one of the newest Muppet movies. But um, oh, I remember that. Yeah, so he that was one of his big things. And like even you like you hear the die die like you you listen (laughs) Mm -hmm. to like the lyrics of the songs and everything like it's very deeply related to peter who he is as a character but also this is literally like an autobiography for jason siegel right like he put a lot of himself into this movie which just kudos to him like like he's he's actually like like at the face value, like like, it it gets pretty deep. Like with, with how how Dracula just wants love. You know, right, right. and and he's this big aloof fucking six foot immortal. four, <laughs> immortal with a giant cock. With a giant oh, penis, and can't forget he can't find love. No, I don't know. No, but it, it, it really the... gets it. It's really interesting to see how um, Siegel no, really put this into. And in my notes, like I, I put Dracula music, low key fire. Like, oh, it was sure. fucking good. It was, it was sure. like it was not the right time set and setting for that sure. music for sure. But <laughs> it was good. Dude, you know I, was like, I thought good. I was like, this is literally the the progression of Hamilton. Like where Hamilton mm-hmm. is now, Dracula will be soon. You know? Huh. Mm-hmm. But the yeah, the, touching back on him actually doing this, yeah, it was a thing that he wanted to do. And he's he was a screenwriter for the Muppets movie, the newest one or whatever. But he actually did get Jim Henson's company to make these Dracula Muppets. So like oh. in all these weird roundabout ways, he did fulfill that dream. Yeah. Okay. But he had shown cool. this to Judd Apatow before, like on the side. Yeah. And Judd Apatow was like, "Yeah, don't ever let anybody see this shit ever." <laughs> wow. He thought it was bad, which is but funny because like that's movie, in the movie. Like yeah, even when Christian Bale's character was like, does that. He was all, you should bust out that fucking Dracula musical and put it in this movie because it'll be weird and unique, you know? Yeah. And that's That's the, that's like the interesting little things that like make this closer to real life, like closer to his real life. Like, like, I don't know. We're, we're not, we're not dating actresses and like, you're not. And we're not (laughs) fucking making, I mean, um, we're not making music (laughs) for crazy shit, but like, it's like kind of interesting to just see like how he, low-key just threw himself in this yeah like those scenes of him on like red carpets and stuff just in the background yeah, yeah. i wonder if that was there's yeah. some truth in that too, just like these other people are way more famous yeah, yeah. i don't know stand back here right and i remember when i was trying to do a little bit of research on jason siegel i was like i remember seeing i just like looked up his google's his name and i saw like what happened to jason siegel i was like oh oof yikes like if you have an article that he, says what happened to and then your name, that's not a good sign. Well, he has, has he? He's kind of been in a hiatus. He's kind of been out, not really out there. Yeah, I think he had a show and he's, you know, he's got, I, I don't know him really from anything else, so. Just a show. I mean, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, it's just a show. No, 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 no. I'm like, just kidding. <laughs> it's like a really no, huge it show. Was it was not, it was I know. Was like, I'm trolling. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Okay, so what I want to get into next is we, we've talked a lot about the other actors in this movie, but we haven't really touched on Mila Kunis. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. 
I think she she was phenomenal in this. I think she was probably for me probably the best acting performance in this. I think, mm-hmm. and her character was also I think the most likable. I think you cared about her character the most. Really? How are you guys feeling about that? Definitely not. I, I feel no. like 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 not the most likable. Like, just uh, not enough. Jonah Hill. Not a, no right. no not it's it's, it's like there. I'm gonna I'm say sure. like the whole movie as a whole just really lacks a lot of character development between like um between Chris and Bell and her and 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 Jason Siegel like Jason Siegel has a lot of character development. But her character really just doesn't. I don't know. It's just there's a, there's nothing really crazy there. Like, oh wow, she has a crazy ex boyfriend. She comes from a kind of weird past and all that kind of stuff. Not a lot of progression for her. Like, not that I really like. So like the very end, right? Like she yeah. actually goes to mainland America and tries to find schools and right. reconnects with the yeah. Eagle. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's not really about her. Like, it's, well, it's yeah, not. Know. It's the, movie's, not. the movie's called for getting Sarah Marshall. And, yeah. and that's that's kind of the thing that, that maybe we should touch on is Kristen Bell, also phenomenal. Like, both the lead actresses in the movie were, were amazing. Yeah. Sure. And, yeah. and, of course, Drop Dead Fucking Gorgeous, as Jason Segel, I would imagine, wrote in. But Kristen Bell's character, it was weird because... There was times where I thought the movie was trying to make me hate her, but there was also trying times where they were trying to redeem her, where they were kind of saying like, Oh, like, why didn't you tell me to be a better person? She was like, I read books. I went to therapy. I did all of these things for you, all of this for you. Yeah. And it was like, and then also it was just like, I can't hate Kristen Bell. She's amazing. <laughs> so it was just like, just let it go. You know, it's just like trying to make me hate Tom Hanks or something or, you know, it's funny. We've been watching the so Disney Plus put out like a making of Frozen Two documentary, and it's like so cool, right? And she's in it like a lot, like has this like very you know innocent like hero Disney character, and then to just hard swap to this <laughs> version of her, I was, it was like whoa, yeah, yeah. But I do like her a lot. She's in a lot of great yeah. stuff. She is, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't yeah. know I, I, if we're talking about like the main female characters. Like I think. <laughs> Yeah, I think Kristen Bell, I think Sarah Marshall has a better character, more, I don't know, like, like, do you really see Jason Segel, do you see Peter and them staying together forever well, <laughs> after the issue, this? The issue not, is... not that we have to, like, think of the future of these characters or anything like that, but it's just like... But the issue with that is know. that it, it's the movie gears us to kind of dislike Kristen Bell, because, at, again, at the ending credit scene... She's in some fucking shitty drama about her talking to animals. Like, and it's obviously a, a, a failed drama. And it's just like, we're supposed to hate this character, but we don't because she's yeah. Kristen Bell. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. I think we're supposed Maybe. to like your kind of Every, like- Everyone sucks in yeah. their own human way, yeah. right? And like, also, we're seeing the movie from Jason Siegel's perspective. So we don't see like the. 
depth of Christian Bell's character. I mean, we see enough. He does well, right? I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, you see like him spending seven days in a row, fucking quoting Lord of the Rings. You shall not pass. <laughs> like cancer. eating, eating entire bowls of cereal. I'm sorry, yeah. that kind of pisses me off. <laughs> like, Dude, what? what a cereal? What a fucking bowl that yeah, big! Yeah. The, literally the whole box. You're telling me you wouldn't try that? I, I, lactose intolerance. I mean, if if, if I was in a dream, bowl. yes, but their calories exist in real life, and we can't do that kind of shit. Yeah, but he's <laughs> the kind of guy who's giving a shit about calories. Well, yeah, he's point. fucking six foot four. I'm five foot nothing. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I have no, you know weight weight no, stacks no, differently no. here. If you <laughs> want to get deep, like there's truth to that. Even that montage where he's like, where she says like, yeah, you wear the same fucking clothes every <laughs> day for a week. But, yeah, you know, yeah. I've been there. Like I know, and that's it's like that's not feel... even like a bad slight. I'm just I'm just yeah. trying to see like you know, and and what Adrian brought up like, oh, I I, I did therapy, I did this, I did that. It's just like fuck, dude. And he might have not done shit. What did you do? Yeah, yeah. nothing. For you sure. know, and that's and that's and that is that is kind of, kind of uh, okay. I don't and think he, that excuses the the, her behavior or whatever, but it does show another side of yeah. the story. You know? Here's the thing that I think is important to get into, and, and it, it just kind of goes into relationships in general. It's just like we are trying to at this point we're trying to say this per this character is bad, this character is good, this character is in the right, this character is in the wrong, whatever it is. These two characters are not right for each other. And it's not necessarily that Kristen Bell's character is a bad person. It's not that Sarah Marshall's a bad person, but she's probably not right for Peter. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and like that's one of the things that I thought was more real about this, where it was just like, these are two people that are seemingly pretty good people, but it's just not gonna work. It's just not right for each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there was like some, some truth to that. Every character definitely has like the both sides thing. Like there's no like hard, yeah. you know, this is a good guy. Black and white. Except for maybe Paul Rudd, who was just like pure <laughs> chill. <you know? laughs> hey guys, can we can we go right into Paul Rudd right now? So I ran so so you remember the scene where he says his name is Kunu. <laughs> He's like, oh, so what does that mean? He's like, oh, put I, your name into a Hawaiian. Oh no! I did. I put all of our names in a in a oh, Hawaiian nice, name dude. generator. That's Taryn, amazing. your name is Kilana. 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 That's, that's a nice Taryn name. Taryn is Kilana. That's like know. that's pretty nice. J, you are. I'm just gonna say K K E I K. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I am chemo. Kimo, K I M O. And Adrian, you are Achiliano. Achiliano. A K I L I A N O. Achiliano. I almost said it in Italian. So for the rest of the episode, we have to uh, call each other by those names. And what was my name? Uh, yeah, <laughs> nope, nope. You got to yeah, do I it now. I need my daughter that. It's not nice. Achiliano. Oh, just kidding. I like Achiliano. Um, but yeah, no, sorry, cool. derail you guys. No, it, I love Paul's character, man. He was awesome. Like, I, but you know, even him, like maybe there's a side where he just like totally ran away from something and was like, fuck everything, going to Hawaii and just like buying into the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. But like, his and, life. And doesn't, cool. doesn't Kristen Bell kind of dig on um, Mila Kunis's character saying that? Like, oh yeah, like, 
Yeah. You know, I sure. can only live her for only one week. Like after right. that, it's just well, like. But, but she claps back and she says, yeah, there's not a lot of dog salons here. So yeah, like she fucking yeah. gets her back. Pretty, yeah. Pretty well. I get it. You know, she's running away from something. Maybe Palmer's character was too, but he's also like not the brightest <laughs> dude. You know? <laughs> You know what? It, it's a pain behind those. Uh... <laughs> it pains me to say this, but I feel like Paul Rudd's character was one of the most unbelievable characters, if that makes sense. Like, it didn't land as much as like all of the bartenders and like the the hotel staff and you know the waiter, the waiting staff, like Jonah Hill. I feel like Paul Rudd. I was just like. It's felt a little contrived for me. And that's why I was like, I was like, man, I love Paul Rudd, but I'm like, it's but, but he reminds me of he reminds me of fucking Pete Davidson's uh, okay. Like that's just like that fucking um, character. Like it's it's just like he's literally just playing a dumbass. Like like it's not yeah. believable. Like nobody's that stupid. Well, right. right. But like, <laughs> like I don't know. But like the thing about it is like Jonah Jonah Hill's character, like he's a server, but you're like you know servers are like that. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I, I can't sell you pot right now. Like, I'll sell you pot when I'm off my shift. Like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's just, you know. I mean, it, I don't know. I I feel like I've met a handful of people that could have fulfilled Paul Rudd's destiny in real life. Like, <laughs> there's dudes who are just out there, like, trying to live it up. Trying and, to feel good. Yeah, Vibes just trying only. to feel good, not give a shit about anything. And they'll buy into all the shit. I'll buy life gives you lemons. Let's fucking hang out and surf. I'm <laughs> down, you know? Fuck the lemons and bail. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking about that, though. I was like, I think if this wasn't Paul Rudd, I would, this character would be annoying, but it is Paul Rudd, so I like it. Well, okay. that's the thing. is like I don't okay. have this like association. Like I don't have this like crazy heart. I, lo- I, I do like Paul Rudd, but I don't like him, I think, as much as maybe you guys do. So I was like, yeah. And it's, he's it's like he's obviously exaggerated, right? But yeah, yeah. But every every character is, but like you know, yeah. Uh, I could see yeah. a person doing this for real. I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Try try That's try a little less. Way. Do Let's a little less. Out. Do nothing. Well, you got to do something. <laughs> no, I mean he had like great scenes that were just yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Where do we go from here? I think one thing that I want to touch on that, again, to maybe get a little bit deeper about the psychology of breakups and about, you know, how going through a breakup works is Peter's character doesn't start enjoying life until he has somebody else lined up that he's interested in. Ah, so I think it's interesting. Yeah. Terrible. Because you see him, well, I mean... For any anyone who's been through a breakup, you could you could relate in some sense where the he, rebound. Yeah, where he's like he's in fucking Hawaii, right? Like a complete paradise, and he's miserable. Granted, his ex girlfriend's there, and she's screwing some movie star, some rock rock star. But when once the relationship with him and Rachel starts getting a little bit more serious. The very next scenes, I think it's like after they they have that like jump off the cliff scene and they kiss. Like the very next day, he's just completely elated. 
he yeah, he's like i don't need that shot that you have to shot have a drink in the morning, in the morning. <laughs> he's playing with kids he's fucking skipping in dandelion fields you know with old people in a jacuzzi yeah yeah and, and like i think that's you're right real. this is that you think that's real i think that's real i think that that a lot of times when you when you leave a relationship and you are by yourself and you're like trying to work on yourself but once you find something else it gives more meaning to other aspects of your life that you wouldn't necessarily think hmm. would do i don't know uh, i don't know if i can speak on that well you're married yeah i, I know I, yeah, <laughs> no no that's not a, that wasn't just no, a, no, i wouldn't know fucking no I'm that's just like that. yeah yeah like i know yeah. i get it i get it like he is a person who's like codependent on another person right so then isn't that isn't that a super character flaw like like the guy can't fucking do anything for himself it's not necessarily a flaw but it but but perhaps a negative trait sure that that character holds i I feel like it the movie was saying that the point of it is to not do that because with mila kunis at one point yeah she's he's she's she literally tells him like you did you can't be with anyone right now you shouldn't be with anyone what the fuck oh yeah yeah and then he's alone for a while and then she comes back and then he's all happy with his plane oh and yeah then they get together i guess just yeah being together i mean for they, five he, days or whatever yeah. you know what i mean yeah right, right. that's true there's another yeah. it's like semi sidebar but kind of related thing there that i thought was interesting so mila kunis they start hanging out and all that stuff right and the like bartender guy is like oh you know, she's just doing that because, like, she's in customer, customer service, service yeah. right? Like, that's just what she does. But technically, he's not a guest because he's staying for free in that suite. That is true. So that's I know that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, fun. that's a true little relationship they have. But yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I think what I will say, like, a testament to this movie is like this was written by somebody, you know, Jason Siegel who has been through a breakup like and has been through all of the emotions of how that that works granted most people in the world have been through a, a breakup but i think it does a pretty good job at kind of diving into some of these emotions that you're going through and some of these feelings that you can maybe feel for other people like especially yeah. right outside of that i think it does a pretty good job at that so like that was like a very positive like feeling for me like watching this movie i was like this this movie is realistic in that sense in the emotions that you go through yeah i'm so. with you there that's added points for me for sure yeah, yeah so i was thinking about that because i said we watched it like in high school like i hadn't gone through any breakups at that point <laughs> and now that i have like big ones does it I'm hit like, damn this movie hit different, oh, no. Very like, different. it's not like super realistic and like groundbreaking but like it just hit different you know it's I mean? not just jason siegel's dick with your yeah. girlfriend it's not just stuff. funny the whole time i was like oh shit yeah boy yeah. yeah um yeah i think there was other other scenes that i would just kind of want to touch on where um when kristen bell's characters sarah marshall starts seeing when she initially sees Mila Kunis and Jason Siegel kind of connect. She has this weird, like, oh, like they're kind of to, 
the flirting and like that whole thing and the scene when they are talking at reception and it was like really big i mean it was like the two main female actors kind of having this back and forth that we hadn't seen before and i think that both of them are just doing such a good job we're like Again, you don't hate Kristen Bell because, like, you you kind of understand, like, yeah, that's your ex-boyfriend. You would be curious about that. But also with Mina Kunis's character, you're like, yeah, like, that's the guy that you're kind of interested in now. And, like, you're – but you're still working. So you're, like, respecting that boundary and this is a celebrity. I think they did a good job, like, describing that or, like, depicting that relationship and, like, how that would go. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like, it's hard to relate to in some ways because, you know, the whole celebrity aspect, but I'm like, if I had to imagine it, yeah, I think it would, it would be something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the whole, like, the whole setup for the whole, the whole movie is just like unrealistic, right? Like, (laughs) not, not everybody just has... But and that's and that begs, know, he went through all those things. That begs the question. Um he couldn't afford the capuist room. Six thousand right? dollars a day. He couldn't afford that. But he could just afford like a pl- plane ticket to go there, like on short notice. Okay, six it's grand a weird. day is ridiculous. Yeah, it is, yeah. but like he, he works on like does he have did he does he have Christian Bell's money? Does he have his own money? How much how much do those 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 homies that are making the the ominous dark tones in the background? Yeah, what's their salary? Yeah, yeah what's their salary? Yeah. It's probably not much, but not not six grand a day. <laughs> like to exactly. definitely uh, non. Wait, you guys think that. he paid for that? No, but no. just to like say that. No, I don't know. I'm confused. I'm confused. I think James is saying like <clears throat> he, he had, had the money. money he had the money to fly to, go to Hawaii. Oh, okay. but not the money to afford. Yeah, this. we like we like yeah. me see, like see, see. like us four here probably couldn't just go fly to Hawaii like in a couple of days, right? Unless you can, and then if you no, can, then hook it up, I homie. Hook it up, homie. I'd be living on the streets after. <laughs> I definitely couldn't do six grand a day. In suite. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you can get tickets to Hawaii for like six hundred bucks. Oh, especially now with Corona going on. Oh, now, yeah. Well, shit. Let's go. Let's 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 hit it. Let's let's write a film. Let's go do it. Let's go do it right now. Oh, there we go. It's a small <laughs> budget. I think we can work with. They're gonna pay me to go. Let's go. That's All a right. good, good position to be in. <laughs> um, um, if we, I don't know where we are in terms of, like, I think we've like hit a lot of the main points. Yeah, but I do have some other little fun facts hit, um, me. Okay. hit me with them all right number one uh so they talk about at dinner with the four of them they talk about christian bell's previous movie where a cell phone tries to like kill them or something right oh. mm-hmm. yeah apparently she was in a movie where that was basically the premise oh my wow and she thought that it was a slight on her like they were talking shit about her but they had no idea that she was in this oh, movie no. the movie's called pulse and we should probably do it at some point. Let's do that episode. Oh, yeah. so was shit. was what was all that like improvised dialogue about that? No, shit? it was coincidence. They, oh. they had that written, and she wow. was like, she was like, 
basically like are you guys trying to fuck with me now like, uh, they knew you know, like, they knew they knew right they, they didn't know i, I think know. that's i call bullshit but okay 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 all right all right because it is oddly specific yes number two um when she when kristen bell's character gets the call sarah marshall i don't know why i keep saying that sarah marshall gets the call that her show was canceled uh veronica mars the show she was actually in was canceled the day before they shot the scene that our big show was canceled. Uh, That's nice. kind of crazy. Ouch. Yeah. Nice. And then the last one is that people who were actually named Sarah Marshall were very upset with the brand, like marketing and branding of this movie, mm-hmm. including like a 70-year-old woman from Holt, from New York who was like, yeah, this is a little rough for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor thing. She's got um, to see some full frontal nudity. Um, I have two fun facts that aren't like uh development of the movie related yes this is our second movie where a character flapped his penis against his thighs oh yep kids was the (laughs) first yep and this movie takes place around fourth of july which is where we're at in real life it's kind of cool oh yeah so have a fun fourth of july oh yeah Mm-hmm. Oh, is the first, first talking in July, Japanese but... randomly? I was like, "What the fuck was?" Yeah, that? Mila Kunis just knows Japanese, and okay, I was like, "It was like right before that." Cool. What did she say? She says like, "You said welcome, have fun, or something." Yeah, Thank like, you. Yeah, it was like, oh, nice. whatever it is. Good for her. Um, yeah, I think some other like fun scenes, like this, the sex duel scene was hilarious. Like, oh yeah. Where they're oh. on the other side of the wall, and just like that whole relationship where he has to move out of the that suite, and of course his room is right next door to hers. Yeah, and the sex still seat is yeah so good because everyone's in on it except Russell Brand, and he's just like, nah, I'm not into this, and he's like, by the way, I don't think we should be together, and I fucked the the housekeeper, so <laughs> I'm leaving tomorrow. And that's like been his entire mantra, like the entire time. Cause like right. even he goes on like that little rant during their, yeah, during their uh, dinner. Not happy dinner. About the clothes that she makes him move. Take yeah. my eyes, but not the shirt. Like, such a good, yeah. <laughs> such a good quote. Um, yeah. So we're, we're pretty close to the end. I think um, basically, I think what we all know happens is, after Russell Brand breaks up with Kristen Bell's character, he leaves. She goes to um, Peter's or Peter for consolation and tries to sleep with him, and he can't get it up because he's just not not having it with her. There was about ten to fifteen seconds of oral sex. Yeah. And did that happen too? I don't know. Let's, James is the pickle researcher. <laughs> yeah, was that real? What? That's what, <laughs> that's what he said. What? That's literally a quote from the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they get they get together. He can't get it up. He says, maybe my dick doesn't want to be around you because you <laughs> broke my heart. And he says, you're the goddamn devil. I, I mean, how mad he gets. It's so good. Storms oh, off and immediately man. confesses everything to Rachel. Yeah. You don't that about movies. He could have explained that so much better. And it could have, or he could have just not said anything. Let's be honest, guys. Yeah. Could have just not fucking said anything. 
and then lived happily ever after. But he decided to say something. He's a nice guy, dude. He doesn't want to ruin it with Mila Kunis. Right. Who would? It didn't get hard and might have been okay. I don't know. Who we don't even... Has anybody said Mila Kunis' character's name? I said Rachel earlier. I didn't say her last See, name. I didn't even fucking know that. I don't even... Rachel like, Chance, I'm just like... Chance. I don't know. Yeah. The character's just not that great. Still, I don't so know. many shots that just it. linger on her, biting her lip or doing some weird shit. She's beautiful, all right? Like a couple She's seconds too long. I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. Well, fun fact, uh, the picture, which I was disappointed to hear, the picture of her in the bathroom stall is um, um edited. That's a computer-generated... Computer-generated titties. Not Mila Kunis's top half. Well, well, good for her for having off. respect for her own body. Yes, yes, good for her. Can't say the same for Jason Seaton. <laughs> That's true. He decided to fucking fluff himself, but he was like, "Mila Kunis is not going to be topless. No stunt <laughs> cock here." Um, maybe that was her decision. But anyway, um, so yeah. I, we're close to the end. Uh, he's oh, speaking of her topless picture, one of the last scenes is where, after he admits that he had kind of had like a thing with Kristen Bell or with Sarah Marshall, and she gave him ten to fifteen seconds of oral. He goes to steal the picture of her in the urinal, and then gets his ass kicked by, which was. Kind of a cool scene. It was a little bit con- contrived. Maybe I was just like, yeah, that's probably going to happen. And, you know, I don't know. But, yeah, so he takes the picture down, um, gives it, hands it back to Mila Kunis, and then leaves. And she says, she tells him before that, don't ever call, don't ever write, don't ever do anything, don't ever email. And then he goes on to work on his Dracula opera. And... Yeah, with his opera, it kind of flashes forward quite a bit. His opera is a, he sends her an invitation. Um, she reluctantly goes, she talks with some other people at the, at the in Hawaii, reluctantly goes, and his opera is a huge success. Didn't He didn't know it was a comedy, but it worked out for him. And I don't know, I thought it was like entertaining, like just the bits of the opera that we saw was, was fun. Yeah. The, I, if it was a real opera, I'd totally go see it, especially if Bill Hader was in it. The one he's, <laughs> on, he's very over the top and like kind of lets loose. Yeah. Um, what was really cool about this ending is like, you know, he in the beginning we see him as like this person who's off to the side and is told to get out of the shot and that kind of thing. And then at the end, people are like, hey, Peter, hey, Peter, that was awesome. Hey, Peter. Right. You know, he kind of takes this like center light and it's it's really cool to see him like fulfill that piece and then also yeah. they call back to the whole like dick thing in the dressing room and kind of title yeah right away well and also right he's away. like he's in that suit where like he's supposed to be completely hidden but his face is showing but they they do a pretty good job at like the, the spotlight's still on him the whole time like you could still yeah. see him the entire time and it's like very intentional um but yeah so he sees mila kuna's towards the end of the show and everyone's calling it his name as you as you're saying and she starts leaving to her car and she's like wait but i love you heads back they they like have a little interaction she says she's gonna go back to school 
And um, yeah, he goes into his dressing room, gets completely stark naked again, which is the same scene that happened in the beginning, but the opposite effect where a relationship is an ending, a relationship is kind of beginning, which I respected. I appreciated that kind of relationship that they did there. Mm -hmm. They embrace and kiss as Peter is naked and Rachel is, you know, his new... New lady. New lady. So yeah, that, that pretty much wraps the movie up. Do we do we Does leave any anything? Big quotes or scenes that you guys thought were funny stood out. That we didn't, we didn't talk. talk they, we didn't talk about Jack McBrayer. Sorry, Daryl. The the quotes that he has. God, what are some of them? It's. Oh, is that the husband? Yeah. Oh, it's, right. uh, Ooh, who? Which husband? Whose husband? What? The religious couple. Oh yeah! Wow, totally skipped over them. Like, yeah, off, got, off got to put f- our mouth on our head for a reason. Yeah. And like, he's like, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> the sex scene that he has with um, Russell Brand and the chess pieces. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. God damn it! It's just like yeah. Russell Brand is a sexual goddess being, like whatever. Yeah. He's, what does he say? He's like, he's like you got to stimulate the clitoris, and if if right. if the anus comes into play, that's like the perfect trifecta or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's so yeah. ridiculous. Jack McBride did great. Um, yeah. Also, the the yoga scene we didn't really talk about, but yeah, just kind her of like random. I laying on Russell Brand. She was just <laughs> like, oh yeah, I don't need to tell you, and she's like laying on. She's him. like, I this need to feel you. Know, <laughs> you know what you're doing, and this is for me. Like, and it's just. Yeah. I loved that. That was that was a lot of fun. Dude, the part I don't know why it made me laugh so fucking hard, but when he's talking to Bill Hader on the webcam the first time when he gets first gets to Hawaii, mm-hmm. his wife is like off screen or something, and he's like, I can hear her, and he's just looking away. What was it? There's no girl like an SNL skit or with 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 yeah. them when he's just like when he's like bobbing the head with the webcam and everything. Oh, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, I know what you're doing." And he's like, "If I were to sperm on you, <laughs> just like, like, just tell us their wife, if I were to sperm on you, not like if I were to jizz on you." <laughs> yeah, this is I like so the, weird. Where they're on a call again, and she's there, but we don't know, or we do know, but you know, she's not yeah. in, in frame. And he's just like, "Yeah, I would love to get a woman's opinion on the subject." And she's like, <laughs> Speaking of opinion, the fucking doctor scene where he's talking about he had all those one night stands, yeah, and he's just like, "Oh, like I need to see if I have STDs." He's like, "You're sitting on a fire truck. I'm a pediatrician." <laughs> yeah, that's that's like, that's pull good. Out, pull, out your dick. pull out your dick. He pulls out. He's like, "That's a good looking dick." <laughs> he's like, "You're fine." Yeah. So you want a lolly? There's some good. That's good. There, there's some good, good one liners, and again, yeah. a lot of it feels like it's just comedy writing. Yeah. Sure. Um, just fine. It's a comedy movie. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else I think we we need to get into before we jump right into the ratings? Oh, Jonah Hill saying, "I just went from six to midnight." <laughs> oh God, yes. When the, when the inside of you song is. Are those happy tissues or are those sad tissues? Yes, that's a good quote too. <laughs> yep. God, yeah, and then Jonah Hill cussing out Russell Brand. Yeah. Whispering, oh, yeah. 
piece of shit. I can't say this out loud, but like, <laughs> so I'm gonna lose my job. <laughs> the, I feel like the whole movie is just leading up to that point where he's just like, "Fuck this, I'm fucking going out." Jonah right <laughs> Hill is so good in this. He's the best fucking character. Uh, he's the best fucking character. Uh, okay, Maybe, you you, you might be you might be twisting me. You might be turning. Me. <laughs> he's so every because he's so real. Yeah, and he delivers every fucking line so perfectly. He's he's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, God damn it. Yeah. Okay, I think we've pretty much got everything out. I went first last time on the reviews. So do you want me to call on somebody randomly? I think I'll do it. I'm do gonna it. call randomly on James. You know what I said? Okay. Um. Shit. N- now I'm like not even ready. But okay. So. So this movie, like, it's in that area of those, those like, eight years of high school where you're just pumping out all this kind of very similar, like, comedy and stuff like that. And back then, like I said earlier, like, I didn't really feel this comedy. Like, it was just like, eh, it didn't really sit right with me. But right now, I'm just like, this is, some of this shit is, like, kind of funny. Those, just those <laughs> random singers. <laughs> Those random zingers that like, uh, and and I don't really like need to have every character be believable because you know it's a fucking comedy movie and it's a ro- it's a I don't I don't really know if this is very much rom it's more calm for me like sure. yeah because but but they definitely play on those little things where like you have the main character just like down in the dumps they're super down and then you have their rise and I think that's pretty fucking good i think what jay said about the the switch between he he was in the back and now he's in the forefront like i didn't i didn't catch that at all like that was like that was that's actually very beautiful like just the poetry between like him in the back and now now he's in the front everyone saying oh you're such a great person peter and like that's that's really fucking cool i didn't yeah. see that at all but um you dropped this king yeah, you drop this, you know, like, um, Kristen Bell, killing it. I fucking love. Wa- I I just I kind of want to watch all those shows that she's in. Like, really fucking cool. Um, Mila Kunis. I don't really. I don't even think they're gonna stay together after this. Like, she's going back to Hawaii because she loves it there, and he's hanging out in L.A. and he's gonna do the Dracula shit. Like that. It's like a side. What if she finds a school, though? Nah, I don't, I don't fucking think so. I don't think <laughs> right, so. Right. She's going back to why. Anyways, the movie is a... I'm just going to give another solid basic score. It's like an eight. Whoa. Right. I that thought you were mouthing six. I was all yeah. That's it. I don't know. Okay. Did I rate really high? You guys are really surprised. No, because I thought you were going to say six all of a sudden. I, I forgot to get yeah. into like the whole like the exposition between like uh, the Muppet show and like his own personal life. That that shit's fucking cool too. That's like that really sells it for me. This is like this is like a passion project and it's come to life and it's fucking cool. So it's now not. Anyways, no. no, no, no. I think eight was pushing it maybe for me but yeah i'll keep it um, let's go right turn i feel like he's ready to talk yeah i can turn yeah what you're saying about his like passion project come to life all this shit i didn't know that and that 
brought it up a point one, but yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah. Oh, we forgot to deduct a point for adding all the hot chicks into the. <laughs> I thought you were already talking about it. Damn it! I did <laughs> seven. <laughs> okay, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, this movie was a lot. I was kind of nervous. I was like, yeah, I haven't seen this in like 10 years or whatever. It's probably going to be kind of dumb, but it was a lot funnier than I thought it would be. And like I was saying, it hit different. You know what I mean? You're yeah, you having... get, get a little bit of age behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. It's it's just a comedy, you know? I don't know. I Like I was telling Adrian before we started, like I didn't think about this for a second after I finished it. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, watch it and you're just like cool that was fun but um really happy to see bill Hader and paul rudd now that i know their work more and i just love them so much i don't know man i'm gonna say 7.8 that's good okay it's good Point eight and an eight uh jay let's take it to you okay um yeah the humor in this it was really good. I really liked it. Uh, it probably didn't hit the same when I was younger, so that definitely played into it. Um, it was able to bring up like real feelings, like real things, real relatable things that I just didn't really expect. Like I've seen a lot of rom com. I mean, maybe that's, that's something to be proud about. Right? I've seen a lot of rom coms in my days. <laughs> well, like, it, it I've seen my to the fair best share, you know, and. Uh, this one just feels different. Like, this is a movie that I think I thoroughly enjoyed. And, like, I would watch... I mean, I've already seen it, like, three times, but I'd probably watch it again later on, you know? Um, yeah. I thought the jokes are funny. Like, I get that, you know, maybe they are just trying to shove them in there, but for, it worked for me. I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, the passion project thing is a great point. Like, it's it's, you know, it's how he was able to do the things that he wanted to do, which is really cool. Um, so I have respect for that. Interestingly enough, I also wrote down a 7.8 right after watching. 7.8. And this is the fourth weekend I mean, where Karen has a 7. I wrote 7.7. 7. But learning all that shit, I was like, I gotta uh, make it higher. Yeah. So I was surprised that James went with an 8 right out of the no, gate. No, I was scared to go first. You know when I, I was saying because I was going to say 7.9, 7.8. I was about to say, like, around that area. I was yeah. right there with you guys. Maybe a 7.8 feels, like, high, but I don't really? know. Compared to other movies in the same genre, it's better. Yeah. I think. And maybe that's what helps bump it up. Yeah. Okay. I respect that. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take the floor. Um, you know, I don't know. This is This is not a movie that is necessarily supposed to be taken so seriously not all of the characters are supposed to be super believable and you know again i think most people like are so you guys all of you guys are loving paul rudd's character but like it, it didn't do it for me as much i just love paul rudd some of the other characters like you know jonah hill and and how russell brand just stumbled onto set and made it work and mila kunis kristen bell amazing actors um and I think what really did did it for me for this movie was kind of the realness that I that as I was watching it, you know, not not really a secret at this point that I've gone through a breakup relatively recently, and 
and just kind of experiencing the emotions. So maybe this is like a product of its time for like me watching it at, at this particular time, but mm -hmm. you see things that make a lot of sense and, and you see some, some deeper things about what it's like to actually go through a breakup and like what kind of emotions you're feeling and how you are going through them and how things can be happier or sad if you have somebody that can kind of replace that somebody. And I don't know, I think they did a pretty good job, you know, specifically um, Siegel did a pretty good job at writing this and like going through those emotional levels that you're experiencing going through a recent breakup. And so I think this movie is, is funny. That has a lot of laugh out loud moments. It has really good actors. It has a really great cast. And for me, right after I watched this movie, I was at an 8.3. And when we were talking about this, I was kind of going down a little bit, but going over everything that I just went over again, I'm right back at an 8.3. And I think that's where wow. I'm going to stand with this. I think cool. this, is a, All right. this is a really solid rom-com. So okay. I'm at an 8.3. Nice. And that means that's oops, 31.9. Do some math here. We are at a collective 7.975. Which is not bad. Absolutely not a Fumbler Hall of Fame worthy. But an 8 is is more than enough for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, any any other rounding thoughts that we have on this, or are we pretty much good? I Sam? think we're good. It's it's All a very right. very quotable movie. Very quotable. It is. It is, and that's something we didn't really touch on too much, but it absolutely is. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I know we did it on a Wednesday, which is a little bit different, but for everyone who showed up, um, we really appreciate it. We are going to be doing Lighthouse. Is it or is it? Yeah, it's Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. Uh, the Lighthouse. Be sure you are following us. We have an Instagram, a Facebook, Twitter, uh, Twitch, YouTube, all of that. We actually have a website now, filmfumblers.com. So anywhere oh, you're going to look up. Where's the pogs? Yeah, anywhere you're going to look up uh, Film Fumblers, you will find us. So please. Be sure to also follow us on all of those platforms because that does help us out a lot and leave reviews anywhere you can on podcasts. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for joining us and we hope to see you next week. Have a great night, guys. Cheers. Later. See ya.